Yeah. Sweet. We are back and live in the studio again. Oh, shit. For the dirty, back in the shit. Woo. Hell yeah. Welcome to episode number 55. It is ooh, officially ooh. August. It's fancy August. football season. Oh, shit. Oh. Smell that shit on the horizon. Training camps are abound. Injuries are abound already. Motherfuckers holding out. Holding out. Oh, COVID God. injuries. We got a fucking bunch going on. But Evan, how you doing, baby? I am doing great. I got engaged this past weekend. Oh, Bam! Congratulations. Fiance now. Cassie, and that is my love of my life, and that is why I told her, of course, I want to spend the rest of my life, and I asked her to uh, marry me in St. Augustine. So oh, nice. That's, little, that's um, a good town. Um, nice I've spot done that, that we yes. love. Hell yeah. But other than that, oh, and I got another job. Congratulations. I'm pretty sure I said that before. Man, life's just a sound the uptick for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I and got then. a call from my college, Kaiser University, that I got accepted into the OTAs uh, of the... So optional training camps, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Of the <laughs> OTAs of the occupational therapy system. Dude, you're fucking just crushing it. Yeah, over so that was some mm. good news I got today. Mm. So that, that's Fuck good. Yeah, good for you. Congratulations, man. Oh, oh hell yeah. Congratulations. How about you, Jesse? Shit. I'm not dying, so that's a positive start. <laughs> <laughs> that's always good. Yeah, I cleared my uh, cleared the COVID restrictions, so I guess I I don't have the COVIDs. He went from blat to Who would have guessed that uh, simultaneously uh, detoxing and talking more than you ever have in your entire life? Because that's what I do all day for work now. Oh, yeah. It just blows your voice out. Mm. And who would have guessed on top of that that uh, just some good old lozenges would have fixed the problem two weeks ago? (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Yeah. Well, how you doing? How you doing, Adam? I am doing awesome. You know what else is doing awesome? PSO2. Oh, shit. It has been, well, uh, it's on August 5th. Uh, Sega, oh. Sega announced that, yeah, yes. on our anniversary, they dare. Oh, they shit. Fuck dare. Oh, they dare. So uh, Sega announced that uh, PSO2, the MMO, is going to be launching on Steam. And all of your Microsoft account bullshit can get transferred over to the Steam version. Ooh. So therefore, there is no longer going to be install upon installs. Upon crashing, taking up your freaking hard drive space and have to re-image your computers just to play this <laughs> goddamn game that is, by the way, eight years old, which is, by the way, oh, yeah. works on Windows XP in Japan. So, wait, hold on, wait. In Windows XP? He so says thing XP. in Japan? Yes. <laughs> Windows XP is... Fuck, they've it's been it's out of service for a decade yeah. now. <laughs> Japan don't care. Windows 7 just finished its end of life. Hey, they have the lo- they have the lowest of lows of technology, but that the hi- but they have the, the highest, highest of highs. highs. Have, did you Shit. see that uh, walking video bro, of the uh, Gundam of the Gundam? Oh, that's so fucking oh, dope. We're all Pacific dead. Rim is starting. I'm telling you, oh, yeah. Yeah. alien invasion is coming, and they're building yeah. their robots. Oh god, that's the next thing in coronavirus. Yeah. Alien Un- invasion. Yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, the software in the Gundams is run by Windows Store. So oh, 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 another eight god, years. God, <laughs> that's me. Well, speaking of hive highs, I kind of let it loose a little bit early. In two days, it is our one-year anniversary. Oh, <laughs> That's right. One whole fucking year. Uh, two extra episodes. <laughs> Not really. I mean, we technically lost them, but whatever. So, yeah, uh, we're gonna have, we were going to have a party, but I guess that ain't happening with COVID. So, we'll have our own little private celebration. And uh, coming very soon, there will be a nice overhaul of Fourth and Dirty. Mm. I won't say any more than that. Just an overhaul of fourth Uh-oh. and dirty. 
So that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to that NFL news. LaShawn McCoy, one-year deal with the Bucks. Fuck you, Ronald Jones. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old one. That's an old one we use. Yeah, there's... Oh, man. This actually means nothing to me, to be honest. I was never high on this backfield anyways. Um, it seemed I at mean, least... Ronald Jones, for me, was going to be like a super late-round pick. Right. Um, it's not going to really affect him as much unless he gets done fucked up but um i think it's more of the lines of either like Keyshawn vaughn mm-hmm. or what's his name the goomba man dare agumba lala <laughs> oh my god uh, our third ra- our third uh our third uh string back mm-hmm. um he was like our past catcher last year but um i think it was like a one year one million dollar deal or something something along yeah, those lines something, something real cheap um I mean, it's I mean, not a bad idea just in terms of depth. Yeah, depth is fine. You know, I mean, it's another veteran to add to the team. He probably wants to wants to get another, try and chase another ring, although he probably should have stayed on. Shit, he better step Kansas up. City. Do you think he'll do what, what he did in Kansas are. City where he, he would just hold the ball with one hand like out over here? Oh, my and God. And then everyone just cry chops it away from yeah. him? Uh, please, yeah. please no. We already had enough turnovers <laughs> last year. Don't break my heart, LaShawn. Oh, God. Damian Williams is opting out for the season, which means... He said, I'm out. Means Come to my office. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, oh, number one. Hey, just like Stay you in my did. office. Oh, man. Well, that that situation up there, real bitches. quick. So. talk shit. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Um, Even rookies step up. Yeah, he's going from now end of the second to probably possibly end of the first now. You maybe you, even, maybe even top five. You texted me and you're like, he's number seven. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> like that. Gone. Yeah. I mean, I originally had him at seventeen, and oh, this is Jesse on <laughs> Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Hype train. Yeah, I originally had you, uh he's Clyde Hilaire at, at my seventeen spot, <laughs> and I just instantly rocketed it up to number seven overall. I mean, I had him at fifteen when we had our running back debate two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much higher he'll ascend past that. Just it's again, he is a rookie. Like you gotta take things with a grain of salt here. You know, you know they also have DeAndre Washington. Uh, Let's go. Andy Reid is not a known to commit to a 100% to a back. So albeit Clyde will get. Do 70% I? of the workload. That doesn't mean that DeAndre Dope isn't going to have usefulness. Scavenge oh, and fucking TDs right there, man. Can I can I remind you of a very extremely similar situation not too far away from the, uh, long ago where it was Carlos Hyde. Or no, not Carlos Hyde. Uh, Spencer Ware was the lead back mm-hmm, and Kareem mm-hmm. Hunt was the rookie coming in. Oh, yeah. And right cray, cray. before the season started, Spencer Ware's ACL decided to Boom. snap away. <laughs> and Kareem Hunt was the leading rusher that year. True. So Op- you're taking him first round, Adam? <laughs> um, Any hesitations? You did say you knew Depending who on where I am, is. I could possibly take him first round. Oh, shit. Um, my God. He's, not, he's my number seven <laughs> overall. So he's That's not going to be, if I'm, you know, Inside the five, Jesse. I'm not gonna take him. I have other. <laughs> That's what he say. He said first I mean, round. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. <laughs> He's gonna be great, but like I don't know. I think just mm. first. If Adam round. takes it, it's on you, bitch. It's on you. All right, whatever. <laughs> I can I can I can live with not taking him in the first round. No, of course. Ain't I mean, yeah, that's, that's first. That's fine. You know, if he goes to the second, sure, yeah, all day. Second, oh, but first round, that's too spicy. Too spicy. It's hot, spicier than the Wendy's chicken nuggets. But you already know we got a spicy ten bunch of people that like to fucking. That's true. Go crazy. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, I guess that's the thing is you know everyone's gonna be just the hype is unfucking real at this oh, point. Yeah. 
Hopefully it simmers back down as we actually rumors, get to September. Rumors, yeah. It's it's nah, spicy nah, like you say. No, as as soon as we hear things like he's gonna he's taking every single one of the first team snaps, people are gonna <laughs> like Jesus go Christ. insane. Fucking ridiculous. Oh man. He, he yeah, said I'm taking it, bitch. All the way. All the way. All the way. All right, guys. Well, apparently it's now a thing, so we have to start calling them what they are. COVID injuries or the yeah. COVID list. So yeah. It's a, it actually turned it started with nothing and then has grown to some pretty prominent names. Uh, huh. It started with Keyshawn Vaughn was the first prominent fantasy player that was tagged as COVID out. Yeah, I mean a th- few weeks ago, right around the same time, Justin Jefferson as well, the rookie yeah. wide receiver. Oh, I didn't know he was on the list. Yeah, he was on the he was on the list. Um, some other rookie as well. I can't remember which ones, but there was like you know a spattering here and there. Shit. And now we're getting an oh, exp- so bad. a little bit of an... We're talking about him today. Kenny Galladay was the real big name that popped up mm-hmm. over the last couple days. Red yeah. flag. I, and I don't know what the fuck is going on in Detroit because then Matt Stafford and TJ Hawkinson <laughs> both got added to this list. That's like half the offense right yeah, there. Yeah, it's really. COVID. Mm. It's a bitch. We wanted you to come back this year. Yeah. He was my like, underrated QB. My you were talking stash. good shit about him. Oh, he nothing was but good stuff. And yeah. Um, <sighs> he'll sling that bitch 300 yards each game. You said, yeah, mm-hmm. facts. I think he'll be, Shit, I, I think points. getting it now is probably, I know it's not like, good. <laughs> it's, not, it's obviously getting it is, uh, you know, not good, but you know, getting it now instead of getting it in the middle of the season mm-hmm. where they could possibly miss multiple weeks, depending on how long they attract it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, I guess it's hard. Bet. Yeah, it's hard to tell what the fantasy implication of this is yet. Because, like I said, it's early enough that they can easily clear the 14 day. Well, actually, mm-hmm. it's 10 days. I just lived it quarantining. So, like, there's no reason they can't. And this doesn't mean that they have it. This just means they've they been were... contact traced or otherwise. So, it's a precautionary move. Yeah. So, this could end up being a whole bunch of nothing later on. And then the final one that we got today was Garner Minshew has now been added to the list. Ah, uh, finally, Ouch. a Florida team. And Adam, you've made a joke like it's, it seems to be Florida, Detroit. Oh <laughs> Are the COVID I'm people just, so right? Yeah, I'm waiting for the Arizona breakout. I'm waiting for the California team <laughs> oh breakout gosh. since they both share the Texas same. for sure. Texas already got it. Like they were New York Giants, New York Jets. had it for sure. I knew that one for a fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about that. You know, shared stadiums. It makes you wonder at, at what point. How are you going to isolate the two teams Yo, from each yeah, other man. if they're already supposed to be isolating? I don't know. I don't know. Only time mm-hmm. will tell. Only time will tell. But, well, we have to let you know that they're on the list. So, oh, and, and in fun news, um, not fun news, I guess, <laughs> some some platforms like Sleeper are letting you put COVID players in the IR spot, which is super fucking helpful. That's dope, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I don't know if ESPN or Yahoo or any of the big ones have done that yet, but Sleeper, who we endorse fully. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I think we yeah I think we were talking amongst ourselves probably getting anywhere between three to five COVID spots possibly depending on how severe this God, uh, yeah. yeah so that'll be on a case by case. You know, All right, commissioners, have fun with that for one. real, commissioners. <laughs> uh, I know I'm crying already thinking about how to manage Ouch. that because well I mean I guess we could talk about it like so if I if we give every other team every team three extra spots for COVID related crap. That's in, in our 10-man league. That's 30 other players removed from the waiver wire pool, which makes it more or less useless. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the point of the waiver wire is you can pick somebody up and play them that week, and then when you're mm-hmm. done with them, you can dump them. Yeah. But, you know, if we have 30 extra players removed, I mean, I, I don't even know. We're looking at a 
fucking Raquel Armstead. You know? <laughs> 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 I just pulled oh the, the, the lowest name I could think of at the top of my Shit. head. Yeah. How do you, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's come, digging come deep to me, right there. Anthony and Isabella. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are resuming our top 15 debates with wide Boom. receivers. And right yeah. off the top, unanimously, Michael Thomas, number one. Yeah, this I didn't actually have to do a lot of research on this man. He's going to be number one this yeah. year. Um, probably the biggest difference between this year and next year is the gap between him and the number two <clears throat> oh, yeah. player. Um, I'll talk about them later, but my other two uh, top players after that after him, they were both hurt last year. Yeah. Um, and you know, Michael Thomas only had one bad game last year against Atlanta with, mm-hmm. well, I, I say bad, quote unquote. His right. worst game last year was uh, 10.6 points. Yeah. So <laughs> he made, the, he made this shit the bed one him. time. Yeah. His next worst game was 16.4. So uh. he was, <laughs> you know, this is a player that was targeted over 180 times. He yeah, caught 150 was... balls or something like that. 149. Yeah. Uh, well, 149. Oh, oh yeah! Look at you and your stats. Hey, I love you I mean, that uh, guy. He's my he, number one. He loves that guy. Yeah. That's that's the boy I need to get. So the big question: jersey for right yeah, there. Yeah, that's who you should get jersey for. Michael yeah, Thomas. signed, played it up, all that shit. Championship twenty nineteen. There bitch. is nothing. Be- I, I swear to God, it, that was the best <laughs> purchase I have ever made. I've gone that championship, and I'm like, I'm fucking buying the signed <laughs> jersey. Get that bitch framed. Hell yeah! It's it, it's it's not cheap. It came out the no, no, it was no, like no, $300 yeah. something dollars yeah, easy, like, hell yeah. but totally fucking worth it. Look at that. Just yeah. ah, forever enshrined. But anyways, back to Michael Thomas. <laughs> so he pretty much averages nine touchdowns a season. Let's mm-hmm. get it. He had one outlier with five, two years ago. So I'd say chalk him up for nine again. But the big thing is the record breaking receptions. Savage. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to happen again. Just, I, I, you don't I, think? I don't know. I don't, I know for a fact that it I almost never happens like, again. Just sling that bitch. Yeah, that's, 149 receptions. Yeah, like Jesus Christ. Like before that, it was like uh, Marvin win. Harrison, like what 120 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even then, that was a like a humongous record. I mean, it's ridiculous. I think he could probably go go back to the old record. He could probably do 120. Oh yeah, receptions. 100, yeah, 120, 130, easy. You yeah. know, historically, his, his targets up up until that was about 150 or so, and he saw a, a 30 target increase mm-hmm. and then a 20 reception increase. So he's gonna back it up. Uh, just it, a little yeah. bit. And then you 20, you, you 20 receptions. Argument. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'd, and, 128. Yeah, I I I the increase to his receptions is probably a half philosophical change and uh, half. Um, there was no one else to throw to in terms of wide receivers. <laughs> oh yeah, for, absolutely. For uh, it was about New Orleans him and Tate and him. And uh, Jared you know, once in a while. the Saints went out and got uh, Emmanuel Sanders, which was the 49ers' number one. Who tra- they traded for him from Denver. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll be a boon more than a detriment to his, to uh, Michael Thomas's oh, success. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, obviously he's going to be the number one. He'll be get targeted more, but Emmanuel Sanders, you know. He's no slouch. You know, he did tear his uh, Achilles, and that is a... This is a Super Bowl-winning, Pro yeah. Bowl wide receiver yeah. that signed. Yeah. yeah. You know, Achilles, Achilles injuries are no joke. They are sometimes career enders mm-hmm. for, you know, especially for wide receivers who need that speed. Uh, remember um, uh, his uh, teammate in Denver, Mr. Uh, oh, man, he got that. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas. Oh. He also had an Achilles tear around the same time as he the He's never been, he's yeah, never been the He's same. not even in the league anymore, so... Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders was a great 
addition for the 49ers, and he's going to be a great one for the New Orleans Saints. And that's going to relieve a lot of pressure on Michael Thomas. He's going to be... I mean, Even if he's better. not going to get as many receptions, he's going to be just much more efficient. They go fake oh him yeah, out. yeah, they can't double team him nearly as often. No, I think he also had like he dropped like maybe one or two balls, if that, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. he had like a ridiculous catch, catch, catching rate last year, like the best in the league, regardless of how many times he was targeted. Yep, eighty point five percent catch rate. Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on to number two <laughs> in our consensus rankings, Devontae Adams. This is where this is where the scenting starting. So oh, yeah. Evan and I have him at three. Adam, you got him at two. It's not like we're super different on yeah. this. Oh, the knives will come out. Once the knives we, are already coming out? That, All right. The knives will come out later. Why is he at number at, two instead of three? <laughs> well, for oh, me, All right. so for me, um, so yeah, we were talking about Devontae Adams. So he's going to be in my number two. Um so last year he probably would have been the number two. Oh, for sure. Um, over over uh, another player that we're gonna talk about, but um, you know he got hurt last year, mm-hmm. and he would have you know he would have produced most a lot games more. missed in his entire career four. Yes. Yeah. Um, that stretch of games, the four the four weeks that um that he was out, they were against Dallas, Detroit, Oakland, and Kansas City. Oh man, bottom not bottom of the barrel, but not the strongest oh, defense. Bottom third for sure. Yeah, yeah. and he would have feasted. Yeah, he would have just been insane. Aaron Jones wouldn't have had all those goddamn touchdowns. I tell you that for a fucking fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 he had he had all those touchdowns in the Dallas game, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. forty or fifty point game that he had Savage. last year. Ugh, um, disgusting. So that's why I think he'll be much better. He'll be healthier this year. Um, you know. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Green Bay didn't draft any wide receivers in the deepest <laughs> wide receiver drafts ever. Since what? Their fourteen draft, the uh-huh. last big one. Yeah, with uh, Oldell and mm-hmm. uh, Mike Evans. Devontae uh, Adams was in the 2014 class. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 14 class was stacked. They're still yeah. holding on to yeah. that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, eyebrows were raised when Devin Funches signed with the team, but then he opted out due to ah, COVID. You know, deuces. Um, you know. He felt that, you know, his health was more important than what's going on in the league. I totally respect that. Mm-hmm. But now they're basically back to the drawing board in terms of mm-hmm. personnel in the passing game for Devontae Adams. And Shit. he could possibly have a Michael Thomas-esque type of target share where Aaron Rodgers is going to, all right, you're there. Just throw it. Just throw <laughs> it. Just throw it. He does. Aaron Rodgers does have a tendency of having a favorite wide receiver. Oh yeah, he loved Jordy Nelson. Remember Jordy Nelson oh, before right. Devontae Adams took it over. I mean, right. jo- Devontae had 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 to share it with in the fourteen and fifteen with Jordy before oh, old man. man finally left. So I couldn't even whistle. There it is. Uh, <laughs> there it goes. A throat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's why I think he's gonna be essentially the, the number oh, two. I have I have to agree. I mean, once Jordy left. He was a double-digit touchdown guy the next three years until this last year again when he got injured. So mm-hmm. I'm counting this as a, a fluke year considering double digits was what was normal. And then what's very interesting was he over generally doesn't have that high of a target count, but then it, it creeped up a lot in 2018 where we, where we saw that. I think it was like a number two overall finish behind Tyreek that year. Mm-hmm. Nasty, nasty. I mean, I'd chalk him up for another 1,200 yards and 100 receptions easy with double digit touchdowns oh yes which may which i mean would definitely close the gap between him and michael thomas but i don't know if it's enough to overtake michael thomas so that's why yeah, i mean yeah, we I both agree. we all kind of agree that it, he's just yeah the, the um, he has to step it up a lot yeah i mean the right. o- the one if, he if, if, if the one if you will call roadblock 
uh, for Devonte Adams to reach the number one slot is that there is a giant philosophical change over in Green Bay right now. Oh, for sure, they are turning into <laughs> a. They drafted another uh, another quarterback in the first round, and then they drafted another running back right after him. So Jesus. they want to do a run heavy type of approach. So. Choo-choo. It could be the type of thing where they just run it more than pass it. So his volume might go down. True. I could I could see that. End zone volume though. No, I think his red zone volume down. is still just I, I think that's where he that's where he always is feasted. Yep. Back left corner. Yep. Yeah. That's the only like fucking bullshit that I could see for Devontae <laughs> Adams is the team is not gonna throw it as often. Fair enough. Moving on to number three, Ty Reek, the freak hill. I got him at number two. Adam's got three. Evan, <laughs> you disrespectful son of a bitch. You got him at five. What yep. the fuck, bro? Oh, man. Why do you hate him so much? I don't need him all the time on the team. First things first, you got to hope and pray that he actually gets the ball thrown to him. And Well, that will happen. That will happen, but Guaranteed. it's not going to be that big time all the time you want. And I know that we always be saying that he usually gets something usually good. But I just don't see it this year, him coming out once again. All right. So, and taking that over. Remember, he was also injured last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was one of my points. You know, both Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill were mm-hmm. both injured for long stretches of the year, um, which is why they weren't as high this, uh, this past year. Um, Tyreek was gone for six weeks plus a bye. So essentially <laughs> yeah. seven weeks out of the fantasy football week. Um, but, to counteract that, he is the number one wide receiver on the best passing offense, and oh, he is mama. clocked as the fastest player in the league. Remember that one play where uh, Damian Damian Williams broke oh up for a touchdown, yeah. and then at the tail end, you see Tyreek just run up behind him like even faster. Oh man, that's he was insane. I always did like the, uh, <laughs> the little Twitter feud that him and Marquise Goodwin had. And Marquise was just like, well. I was in the Olympics, so yeah. who's actually faster? Yeah. I would argue probably, I bet you Tariq is faster in yeah, pads, yeah. but Marquise is faster on a track field because mm-hmm. he's a trained track yeah. runner, but that's besides the point. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, outside of, what was it, 2018 year was the one when he was number one. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I know we usually dogged about him was his inconsistency oh in terms God, of his production. Not, it's not really. Um, last year you was... Know, I'm well, strict yeah. on that shit. Last year I can w- see why you have him at five if consistency <laughs> yeah. is your biggest That's my yeah. boon. La- yeah, last year was no exception. You know, even though he did have the six weeks of being injured, yeah. Um, after coming back from the injury at uh, week 12, he only had one game over 10 points. He had one at Mm-mm. 7.6, 10. He finally had a good game with 21.3 and then 9.7. I'm like, not good. terrible I'm games. Good. But those are for your number one overall. Three of those receiver. are bed shedders by our standards. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then you get that twenty-one, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Like especially, yeah. but what if you're that motherfucker that sat his ass? Yeah, I mean that's know? the thing. Like you know, we we I think we talked about it off air. Like oh, what come what what it's like. Well, what falls to me in the first round and like our keeper? Like it's usually I'm making a decision between Devonta or Tyreek. Yeah, and I do always value consistency over. But mm-hmm. if Tyreek is my only option, I'm gonna take him. But then I pivot hard to a very reliable number two receiver right behind him because mm-hmm. he is he's gonna be inconsistent like that. I mean that's that's, that's killer. Seven point six, ten, then twenty one, then nine point seven. I mean that's. Yeah. That also won by surrounded by three shitty ones. And uh, you know, half of like almost half of fantasy football is also like you're like little mind games. Like he's gonna blow up. He's gonna is he gonna is he gonna like do great or is he gonna give me a donut? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like I know that one game some people started him. Didn't he like get injured like first quarter and he had to just get sat down? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I did see a little blurb about Tyreek where he was focusing on his conditioning and he was doing a whole bunch of yoga. So oh, okay. hopefully that will increase his durability. Send yeah, me them um, links, man. Because that, you know, getting, that, yoga. You know <laughs> that shoulder injury, like, that I'm was no joke. Yoga guys, yeah, right? that was definitely. Oh, okay. Right. I like it. I like it. All right. So, but t- typically, I mean, outside of the 2018 season, ever coming back, he ended up with seven touchdowns. So you can That's probably good, chalk yeah. him up for a similar approach. Mm-hmm. 1,200 yards, probably 80 receptions. Seems like a fair fair projection for him. Oh, still high, yeah. still a very high high receiver. So don't be afraid of him. Just remember, you're going to go with Tyreek. Make sure you get someone consistent to back that up oh, yeah. with him. Better get a good handcuff. And speaking of Mr. Consistent, she got number four. Consensus number four, yep. Yeah. All right, we have Mr. Julio Jones. Oh no, it's sorry, it's DeAndre is our consensus for. Oh, yeah, DeAndre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk about Julio because this motherfucker's got him at two, <laughs> which pushed oh. him over Julio. So oh, yeah. Adam and I both have DeAndre at five, and Evans got him at two. So why do you love DeAndre so much? More? I don't know why you guys are hating on me so much because I know you guys are, like, hate. are on what's his name, Kenyon Drake, and uh, what's his other name? What's his uh, this boy's name? Uh, of uh, the quarterback, Kyle Murray. Yeah. Uh, that guy. You guys are shipping him, and I'm like, I'm on that road now because you guys switched me over to him. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, so DeAndre Hopkins getting in that mix with Larry Legend and that whole core crew, I feel like he should just fit in like butter and t- soften up and then get malleable even more and get hardened and. Ten touchdowns. Ten touchdowns. Okay. Ten touchdowns. Okay. So okay. I okay. agree with a lot of your points, but here is what I my concerns with DeAndre Hopkins is, and he is my boy. He, yeah, he is. I was I always know. been your guy. He, yeah. He's been I was, your guy. He's you been were my, the first he, one on him. Yeah, yeah. I I, yeah, <laughs> I drafted him super early a few few years ago, or super late a uh, few years ago, so because I, I believe in him, and he's been my keeper the past two or three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was because I knew exactly what his role was mm-hmm. over in Houston. So, obviously, he got traded to the Cardinals. So, it's a new team. Mm-hmm. It's a new offense. And more importantly, it's a different had, offense. It's a, yeah, well, that too. Well, Two different style. We talked um, about style yeah, changes. It's, yeah, style changes. And also, very important, he has a lot better surrounding weapons around him. Oh, God. Um, I don't think he's ever, ever had a cast like this. No, he had, you know, back in Houston, he had half of Will Fuller. And... <laughs> Half, just half. I think yeah, maybe may, maybe a quarter at, maybe, at, uh, at best. I mean, he'll have like maybe one good game with Wolf Holler, and then his hamstrings would mm-hmm, go, mm-hmm, would just mm-hmm. prevent him from staying on the field. If only those hamstrings were so good. But um, last year, um, despite having like top five stats, mm-hmm. I actually looked at this. Um, I did a lot of stat stuff for this guy because I love him so much. He had the lowest amount of total targets last year. Yeah, one fifty. Um, yeah. Um, well, besides his, outside of his like first two years, which yeah, um, it takes three years to get involved. So mm-hmm. yeah, how, how you expect so, he's supposed to get targeted if uh, Watson is getting sacked all the time? Well, not and well, running away. Well, every time he's running away, he'll just throw it to DeAndre and whatever. But uh, with Bredis, he has better surrounding weapons. So there's <laughs> Christian Kirk to throw it to as well. Don't forget mm-hmm. about Larry Fitzgerald, the legend, yeah. the um, Hall, of, Hall of Famer. Yeah, and he. Kenyon Drake. Yeah, he also has uh, Kenyon Drake as well. The only thing they don't have is a tight end. <laughs> yeah. That, well, yeah, there have been some rumors that they have a tight end that might be good, but who, who cares about him? For real. And also, the philosophical use of their running backs over in uh, Arizona 
So Arizona is going to utilize their running back in the passing game a hell of a lot more than than uh, Houston. So that's why I'm keeping Kenan Drake. Yeah. So uh, last year the running back running back position averaged five to six targets a game. Um, you're like, oh, who cares? It's only five or six. Well, in Houston, they've had one, one a game. <laughs> there was there was only one Shit. game that Carlos Hyde uh, had last year that he had five receptions. But everything is either one or zero. So that you think that's not a big deal. That is a huge deal for the running back position, especially one Mr. Kenyon Drake who can catch it off the field and he could take away potential scores from uh, Mr. DeAndre Hopkins. I'm telling you, Hopkins. I love DeAndre Hopkins so much. Giant hands, and as a team, hand. that offense is going to click, but he is not going to be the target share monster that he was over in Houston. And that's why. That's why I have him. The farther not 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 at number two. I mean, for the last five years, I mean, ninety six receptions. Well, let's just say a hundred. He's averaged a hundred receptions with just ungodly quarterback play. You remember Brock Osweiler? Yeah, that motherfucker was the quarterback, and DeAndre Hopkins put up numbers with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can. It's not a to me. It's it's like we're arguing. It's not about he's gone to a new team because normally that's my first argument. All right, it's a new team. Temper your expectations because it takes time to gel. And figure it out. But DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have that problem because DeAndre Hopkins is an otherworldly wide receiver. The problem is the stylistic changes from Houston to this air raid offense, whatever the fuck that means. I still don't know because I don't think we even got to see it for real last yeah. year. Yeah, it took him yeah. took him like took him way too long to yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Ten weeks. It was ridiculous. So I mean so what Evan, you got him at two, so yeah. more than twelve hundred yards? More than twelve hundred yards. Thirteen. Just at 13. 1,300 yards? And what? What are you thinking? Double-digit touchdowns then yeah. to justify a number two? That's nasty. I mean, if he can pull off 100 receptions, 1,300 yards to, and double-digit touchdowns. He's trying to touchdowns? make up yeah. from what he did last year. Well, he, he, didn't, he didn't like what he did last year. Well, the only thing, the only thing he didn't do right last year was his, his yardage total mm-hmm. dropped. It tanked 1,100 yards versus, you know, 15, 13, 954. I think that was a Brock Oswell year, but <laughs> one of those shit-tacular years. But... You know, other than that, 13 and 11 touchdowns, seven, even seven last I year. I just feel like the quarterback situation is going to be a lot more better in oh, for sure. Arizona. And that's why I think it's going to be opening their not just run down all the time scheme. They're going to mix that air raid offense, whatever the fuck that means, with the run yeah. strong. Mm-hmm. They're going to mix that shit, and it's going to be a whole different Arizona team. I'm telling you. Fair enough. All right, coming in at our consensus number five, Julio! Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have him up all at four, uh, yeah. which is crazy. He should have been number four all because Evan put DeAndre mm-hmm. at two. It just, the math yeah. just pushed him up a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. So last six years, Julio Jones has not dropped less than 1,300 yards. Yeah. You're talking about, about DeAndre Hopkins getting 1,300. This guy has done it on the regular for the past six years. I think barring the uh, ankle injury he got like his second <laughs> or third year, he's always had monster years in terms of yards that's why he's called mr old reliable mm-hmm. um out of these out of these top five he could he could possibly be the safest pick out of all of them um he might not have the highest highs yeah, he um, has the highest yard after well outside of michael thomas run. he is he is his quarterback hasn't changed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's in the same offensive scheme for the second year in a row a dirt cutter but he's had Dirk Cutter in the past, so mm-hmm. that's probably an e- very easy transition. I don't like to talk my about very, that. Now. My concern more now is the the surgence of Calvin Ridley 
And the fact that they threw the tight end very frequently, and even though Austin Hooper left, they specifically targeted Hayden Hurst to come in. So it, granted, Julio, who has never been a touchdown machine, mm-hmm. I mean, the joke is, I mean, like 2017, he had fucking three touchdowns. That's, you know, God, he's never yards, broken so. double digits in his entire career. I mean, the year I won a championship with him, 2018, he got eight, which is tied for his highest total mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, six last year. Like I said, never lower than 1,300 yards since his rookie season. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, we like to talk about like when when uh, quarterbacks really, really love oh, a yeah. one, one wide receiver. This is Matt Ryan to Julio Jones. I think, I, if I remember correctly, Matt Ryan's first pass was a touchdown to Julio Jones. Of course it was. <laughs> um, of course it was. Yeah, wow. it was like a 60-yard touchdown or something like that. But um, <sighs> speaking of Matt Ryan, so he is a very inconsistent quarterback in terms of his overall ranking mm-hmm. not week to week it's just his overall ranking so you know like to do like a like a yo-yo almost um so last year was his quote-unquote bad ranking his bad year finishing oh, at, are you thinking what are you gonna say what i think yes Uh-oh. yes probably so he finished 11th overall oh no right yeah Aye. but i looked at his uh finishes for the past basically his almost his whole career uh-huh. every year that he's had a bad year he follows it up with a top 10 finish with two of them being quarterback two number all. Okay. So I think yeah, he is okay. due for a good year this year. And even if he still has a ho-hum 11th place finish, Julio Jones is still going to be fine. Oh, if Julio falls to me. I'm 1,300 yards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you have a, I mean, if you take any one of these top five receivers. Michael Thomas and Julio Jones? Yes, please. Sign me up all day. Yeah. The only thing that's holding Julio from the other four in front of him is just his touchdown production. That's the only True. thing. Actually, yeah. I mean, he's, more, PPR. he's definitely a, an unbelievably consistent player. Catch outside ball, of, even with play. his, although I will say having lived the Julio life, what is crazy <laughs> is he is constantly on the uh, questionable fucking list because his ankles and toes are constantly falling off his feet. Oh, but somehow yeah. he plays every That's a red flag for single me. week. <laughs> I mean, he's only missed uh, rookie season. He he missed uh, 10 games, 11 okay, games. Every other year, it's one or maybe two at worst. Oh, yeah, that's good. Which mm-hmm. is reliable at the very least. All right, here's where our things start getting real choppy in our consensus readings. Uh-oh. Chris Godwin... Coming in at number five, no, six here. I got him at six. Adam's got him at seven. Evan's got him at six. <laughs> Damn, I'm the lowest one. Damn. Yeah, why are you? What the fuck? You're supposed to be the Damn. homer here. Oh I am God. the homer here. Well, I have. That's why. <laughs> I have. Well, we'll talk about him later, but I have one more uh, wide receiver in front of Chris. Uh, that's why he's my number seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, For me. I love Chris Godwin. He's he's definitely going to be my keeper in our league for fifth rounder. That's no. You've no, already no, decided. Done. Yeah, You're not thinking about this anymore. I'm not thinking about it anymore. He is he is no going to be Hopkins. No, Hopkins is going to be free oh, to roam the field. Oh wait, I'm I'm all the way in the back. There's no way he's going to fall to me. <laughs> but uh, but uh, my my question about my, not my question. My concern about Chris Godwin is the questions around around him. So obviously it's going to be the same system. Uh, mm-hmm. With Bruce Arians, um, Hallelujah! We upgraded a quarterback. Not going to throw thirty goddamn I interceptions with uh, Tom Brady. He loves throwing to his slot wide receiver. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I did hear some rumblings that Chris Godwin might not run in the slot <gasps> position all the time Uh-oh. this year. Dumb. That's fucking dumb. I know it's a it's a it's a dumb argument to make. But I saw I don't know where I saw the 
article. I couldn't find it in my research uh, this past week, but I did see that they he could possibly be moving outside more often. Um, Why? Due to the fact that they have Gronk now, that they want to involve, up, they want to involve Gronk a little bit more. He'll get laid out. Um, you better catch that ball and go to the ground. They, yeah, there was like a talk about <laughs> them moving to uh, eleven personnel. Um, okay. All right. That's why they were having him be outside instead of eleven personnel. Like, is a uh, three wide receiver sets. Is that, a, is that or is that, 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 that or is that twelve or is that twelve personnel? I can't. I mean? can't. I can't really remember which one. It started. You bl- blame Sean McVay for all this bullshit yeah. asshole <laughs> that, he, that he uses. Also, where where's his offense been lately? I thought he was Shit. supposed to be the fucking guru, and then uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. All right, but um. Out of the two wide receivers in Tampa, I like Chris Godwin more because he is a safer pick. Um, because solely because of the high target volume, that is a way to get hurt. He has many more targets compared to uh, uh, Mike Evans, which we'll talk about much later. Um, so that's why I have him one spot lower. Okay. Well, you know, we I was making the argument earlier about how. You know, when you've got, like, new players and team, you know, quarterbacks and stuff coming, it takes time to gel. But this is one of the few situations where I think a quarterback like Tom Brady coming in, who historically loves his slot receiver, I mean, Julian Edelman, Wes Walker before that, like, Godwin is primed to, I mean, he had the perfect 30-year explosion that that we all try to shoot for. Mm. I mean, 86 receptions, 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns, that's beautiful. Oh, I didn't know he went to Penn State. Nice. Anyways. Adam, you said Random without fact. the injury, he would have passed 1,500. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he missed those two games yeah, at he the missed end of the season. Yeah, he missed the last two yeah, games. Um, He was, yeah. So he might have, he, he the gap between him and yeah. um, Michael Thomas, Thomas would have been yeah. a little bit shorter. I mean, he didn't end up making our top 50. Oh, he actually did make our top 50. The person I am more concerned about is Mike Uh-oh. Evans in this offense yeah. than I am with Chris Godwin. So I guess the big question is, what can we expect in terms of, are we going to get 1,300 yards again? Um, I, I think so. it might be a decrease in receptions, but okay. it could, if he stays in his slot position, it could be an uptick in terms of receptions. Oh, shit. Um, my, the, the question is, is Tom Brady able to throw it deep anymore? Yes. And, and, yes. And what, you know. Mo- mo- I, I didn't yeah. forget, bitch. But if what he, was the bet? I forgot what the bet was. That, uh, can Tom Brady throw 60 yards down the field? Oh, okay, yeah. I don't think he can. Shit, Chris Godwin is going to be the one receiving that bitch. He'll be like, bah! And he's just going to yeah, finish so it off in the end zone. That's 60 air yards. Yeah, so if yeah. they're going yeah. so to be doing more mid to short range type <laughs> of, of throws, that benefits Chris Godwin more than Mike Evans. Um, but then again, it's a argument of philosophy versus player skill. Like, who, Shit. which one is going to win out in the end? Like, we have the greatest of all time quarterback. Versus a highly regarded coach who likes to use his schemes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is why this is my concern. Be like, coach, what you, want? When, what you want me to do? Yeah, Tom Brady ain't going <laughs> to listen to Bruce Arians. <laughs> so, 11 personnel is uh, three wide receivers, no fullback. So, mostly right on that answer. Mm-hmm. All right, coming in our consensus, number seven, Amari Cooper. You shitting on him. I've got him at number 10. You guys Oof. both have got him at eight. <laughs> I just think, you know, 
if you're talking about a highly inconsistent wide receiver, oh boy, we have like one Tyree Kill, fucking Amari Cooper <laughs> is Mister Inconsistent. Next, like oh, Jesus Christ, so I put him at ten because that's that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yes, to uh, make him your number one wide receiver. Yeah, so I have him. I mean, I only have him that high because this is going to be the same. This is going to be his third, you know, technically third year in the same offense. He finally got paid. You know, hundred million dollar wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That's um, good the money. biggest. A uh, boon for this man is uh, Kellen Moore is still the offensive coordinator for yes, this team. Yes. And to a lesser extent, Mike McCarthy, he is a pass-heavy uh, mm-hmm. coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's on the team as well. But, you know, more important, Kellen Moore is on the, is still with the team. So that offense is going to be intact. He's going to be the number one wide receiver. Um, and everyone else is going to fight for number two. Um, yep. Out of the top ten wide receivers that we have, probably, in my opinion, he... P- Possibly has the highest ceiling in terms of you know week winning weeks. Oh well, yeah. But if he stays in, if he stays no, healthy, but, he's good. Yeah, well, yeah, that's another that's point I that him. I have that I'm going to yeah. be making late, uh, just in just in a second. But he also has the lowest floor. Yes. Um, if he could get consistent production, he could be easily top five wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to, you know, we were talking about his inconsistency. I just have a little, a tiny bit, a little bit of stats for his ceiling floor games. So he had a. Uh, one game where he had 34.1 points. Oh, that's very nice. Followed by 0.8. What the? F- oh. Wait, hold on. 0. 0.8? Ooh. Not even a point? Yeah, 0. 0.8. Oh, it gets worse. Ouch. So oh. then he has another. Fuck, that's not even a first down. Yeah. Then there was a three-game stretch last year where he he, he uh, scored 26.2 points. Okay. That and good. then he got 5.3. That's absolutely horrible. And then after that, he gave you a donut. This, this is what I'm fucking talking about. This no. is why he's at 10. I'm not done. Mil? You're not, not done? I'm not done. There's oh, one more stretch. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. So during the most important part of fantasy fo- football, the, <laughs> the playoffs. Yeah, the so 13 through 16. Yes. So um, uh, actually, maybe three weeks. I have, I only have three weeks because we probably only did like a three-week season. Well, um, yeah, 14 anyway, through 16, whatever yeah, your, yeah, yeah, those last yeah. couple um, weeks. So uh, his first game, 17.3. Respectable. Very nice. Right. Solid. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Then he followed that up with a 2.4. Oh, and a and the week after that a four point four. Yeah, so if you got past the first round, you lost after that. Yeah, probably Done. very likely. Um, see ya. Obviously, See's after week ten, I want to say there was one where he actually did have a legitimate injury. That's my biggest takeaway from the latter half of his season. Yeah, he was hobbled by injury for the last half of the season, and oh, he yeah. was he was used as a decoy in my opinion. That's why there was probably that, that donut game that he got, and Damn. a lot of nothing games essentially so i think once he's healthy like evan said he'll be fine i just it's really scary what you better be are, doing that are, yoga are hundred million dollars are you gonna get 30 point amari or are you gonna get five point amari no, we want that i want that i don't even want the 35 i just want the 20 i just want the 20 oh well, you'll, you'll get basic a 20 minimum 15. And get a five that's how that's how i like it guys you know me i got my strict 15 over 20 you're on the team for another two weeks I mean, for a wide receiver who has never broken twelve hundred yards, I don't, I don't get paid that much I money. I, I'm wondering why he's in my top ten now. <laughs> You're not hold up. Maybe I'm too high, and I'm like, I don't know. Mm. We mm. just, you just know that. I don't know. Team I just know for a fact he's inconsistent. But, but at the end of the year, he's gonna finish as a top ten wide receiver. So I have you to put him in the top ten, even though I don't think he's good for your team. Yeah. Period. He's Someone a, we do love a lot, Kenny Galladay. Oh. Except oh, for yes. Evan, you what? Nah, I got him at eight. Adams got him at six. <laughs> Very nice. Evan, fourteen. What the fuck, bro? No, he burned me last year. I didn't like. I didn't he like that bullshit. You, you know it because you were an owner of him. 
I and did. you were in that. He kept me alive. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> I'm like, I, I wasn't about that. I Do wasn't you know about the that. physical toll. That's yeah, that he, man. <laughs> the fantasy freaking uh, football gave me. I couldn't. I couldn't even. Sometimes I would think right. that I would have him in, and Sometime, I'd be like, right, "Ooh, I'm some, good." All right, but no, he's on the bench. All right, good thing so, you didn't trade for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have too. I would. Have, I'd have a Michael Thomas jersey up on the wall. Yeah, yeah. probably. So when we talk about fantasy football, some, <laughs> we normally we always go back on previous years to determine what his projections are for this year. Yep. Um, and for Kenny Galladay, this is an excellent opportunity to discount. He's already out. He's How's not, he going to make the top ten? So he is. Well, not maybe for you. But um, <laughs> for me, Kenny Galladay, he would be easily a number one wide receiver. I would love to have him as my first, uh, wide first? receiver. First wide receiver taken. Oh, you know, if, that's a spicy, that's like, a spicy Wendy's chicken nugget right there. Yeah. Hashtag not a sponsor. Please yeah, sponsor like us. near the like the near the end of the second, early third. But um, he is the number one wide receiver on the Detroit Lions, and they are a extremely pass heavy offense. Um, he was not without a, Matthew Stafford. Oh. Actually, he still produced despite only having Stafford for eight games. Fact. He I had see. David Blau. He said, "Wait up, bitch!" And Jeff Blau. Driscoll for the rest oh of the God. rest of the season. Shit, I remember when I had Jeff Driscoll on my fucking now starting he, lineup. <laughs> oh yeah, you remember that guy? Yeah. Um, yeah, he is one of the best route runners in the NFL. Oh, he sure. he has such a high uh, route running efficiency; it's insane. And you know, just pending the COVID, he's gonna have a fully healthy Matthew Stafford coming. I in. just oh, hope. Yeah. That, that he can you swap know. me up because I'll switch it up from 14 you know, to 7 or 8 of, you know, but I'll, he just needs to step it up yeah outside of uh, last year uh, Stafford had an Ironman streak going for going for 154 games savage that's almost 10 fucking years yeah that's also being, makes me think Matthew Stafford has been in the league for 10 fucking years Jesus Christ that's a no. long time I've seen Matt Stafford's entire football career from college at Georgia through fucking being at oh Detroit this entire goddamn time. He should have left Detroit a long time ago. Yeah. Absolute waste of his talent staying in Detroit. <laughs> Sorry, Detroit, but I'm just being really honest about, about it. <laughs> I, have, I have one what more What team do you think he would be good at? Money. Anywhere else? Literally? Anywhere else? Well, that's true. He did get that Mondo fucking contract that kept yeah. him there for oh, okay. like a decade. Okay, then, yeah. That's that's what it is, man. Money talk, shit walk. That's Money true. talk, shit walk. That's true. So any concerns that, you know, he's never gotten more than 1,200 yards? Very much a concern. Uh, I mean, he made up last year with 11 touchdowns. So that's where he ended up being in the top 10 was getting them two days. Yeah, that's probably... I remember uh, seeing that shit on the bench, man. uh, That's probably due to more (laughs) the the David Blau, Jeff Driscoll experiment trying to be like, oh, God, who do I throw to? There he is. Just throw to Kenny Doug all day. Well, he's trying to get sacked. (laughs) I think he's going to be... He could possibly crack top five this year. Fair enough. All right, coming up next, Cooper Cup. Evan and I both got him at nine. Adam, I you got him hope. at eleven. I want to hope for what? Nine. What is there to hope about? Man, Brady Cooks is gone. Yeah, but I gotta look back at the main person in charge mm. and that quarterback. Man, I'm just not. I will well, say the Jared wheels, Goff, the wheels man. are falling off for Jared Goff. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'll, not, I'll give you that. I'll I'm give not, you that. I'm not. I'm not following <laughs> it, man. He's just, he's just not what he was. Well, for, two years ago. Oh, Cooper Cup is my I, boy. I've been on him yeah. since rookie year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so for my argument's sakes, I'm gonna have to actually talk about two wide receivers when we talk about Cooper Cup. That's fine. We can bring. Boom, him. All right. So, uh, so because we're gonna have to. Yeah. So we can't talk about Cooper Cup without talking about his teammate, uh, Robert Woods. Yeah. So yes. I'm gonna Who go does go. make our. He makes it in at number 15. I've got him at 18. Adam at 10. 
Evan at 12. So I'm the low one on Robert Woods. Yeah, we're skipping around here, guys. Follow up. That's fine. Well, because we have to talk about these two as a pair because yeah. it's yeah. the only way to. So, uh, yeah, we'll go with Cooper Cup first since he's the higher higher ranked one. Um, so I have both him and Robert Woods essentially having the opposite spectrums of seasons last year. So hmm. starting off with Cooper Cup, monster. Early and often touchdowns throughout the season. Uh, with t- he had 10 total. Yeah. He ended, ah. he ended the season with five. So I want to keep. I want to have you keep that number in the back of your mind. So the back at half eight, of the year, he only had five. Eight. In the back half of the year, he had back half of the year okay. five. So okay. So in the beginning of the year, his targets averaged more than ten a game, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, before week eight, so I, I say week eight because that's when everything with uh, the Rams changed. They have philosophical change over in uh, over there, and um, after week eight, he only reached. 10 targets twice after mm, week eight. That's not spicy. The next highest targets were eight or were, were six. Ooh, that's not good at all. Yes. Um, my inside the brain thinking, like the year before that, he had an ACL tear. He was out for the year. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think he may or may have not tried to come back quicker than he was expected to because mm-hmm, he got mm-hmm. he tore his ACL near like mid to late last year. So. I remember 2018. Mm-hmm, yeah. He uh, he went down with yeah. a, a meniscus for two weeks, came back and then tore his ACL. Yeah. Like, so fuck, yeah. So he, I can contribute <sighs> that to him coming back a little bit too early mm-hmm, and okay. balling his eyes out and be like, oh yeah, see, I'm I'm good, I'm good. And then at the same time, the team had to make a philosophical change because at that point they had they weren't going to make the playoffs with the offense that they were running at that time. <laughs> Not at all. Um, they still didn't make the playoffs, but they turned a lot of things around. Their offense got off to uh, were were fine after that. But <clears throat> so last year, at the tail end of last year, the only reason Cooper Cup was relevant is because of the five game the five touchdowns from last year. And he had one for each of the last five games. So I want to put that in perspective. If you take out those five touchdowns, he only had one game over 10 points. Ooh. And that game is week 17, which Ooh. thank God, you uh, mm-hmm. hopefully you do not play for a championship mm-hmm. game. Um, this is why That's I have Ro- uh, Cooper Cup one spot below Robert Woods because they are on opposite trajectories. So if you don't, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to yeah, talk, talk about, about, let's talk about, let's talk about Robert Woods. So, Robert Woods, he started off pretty terrible last year. Oh, he had a very burn me stop. so he was my biaw fucking burn me so burned. hard. Yes, you you were very mad for with Robert Woods <sighs> for the first half of the season. So he didn't have a touchdown until week fourteen. Yeah, no touchdown catches. That's not good. That blows, man. He that had, blows. I know. That's that's like he had a lot. He had a whole bunch of. Are you making man, my argument games? for me? Well, <laughs> no, I'm I'm done. Oh, let me, finish, let me okay, finish mine. Okay, all right, all right. So up to week eight. He had very inc- inconsistent targets. Um, he had games where he had 10 plus, mm-hmm. but he also had games worth less than five. Um, that was gross. And uh, same thing with Cooper Cup. He had uh, less targets after week eight. But after week eight, Robert Wood's lowest target was nine. Every single week, he had a shit ton of car- targets. There was one week where he had 18 targets. Damn. Like, his next lowest one after nine was like 10 or 11. I was surprised when I pulled up the target that he had 139 targets. At exactly. The end of the year, which yeah, is Robert Woods this which year. Which is five more than Cooper yeah. did at the end of the year. Yeah, Robert Woods is gonna is a target machine compared to Cooper Cup. Um, Cooper Cup is probably is the bigger home run 
swinger mm-hmm. in terms of okay. you know scoring. Okay. I would give you that. Um, I just like the consistency of Robert Woods after they made the change in week eight. So after they switched gears, featuring the tight end and high possession wide receiver target, that highlights Woods' skill set better. And this is what I believe that the Rams are going to continue using forward going into this year. This is why I have Robert Woods one spot ahead of Cooper Cup because he's going to be the more consistent use wide, uh, wide receiver in uh, L.A. All right, maybe I am disparaging him too much by 18. I'm getting burned so fucking hard. I fucking put my reputation on the line <laughs> with this motherfucker. <laughs> one thing that I do not like about Cooper Cup is that he is prone to fumbles. He had three last year. Ooh, that's, that's not, not good. That's not I didn't good. even bring that up. I didn't even. I forgot about the fumbles. Yeah, Whoa, like, I'm kind of attacking in. myself right there, but I'm just letting you know that Let Robert Woods on the had sword. zero. Okay. Robert okay. Woods had zero, and Cooper Cup had three. All right. Fair enough. That fair enough. Not, I, I, like I probably should bring uh, Robert Woods up. Probably not, and outside of the top fifteen. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, <clears throat> yeah, I, I got a lot of stats about Robert Woods specifically because off air you were stabbing me. Like, why is Robert Woods <laughs> so high ranked over Cooper Cup? Why? Even though it was like one spot, and I know it was like, you know, breaking my balls, but it, you know, it was, it was fun. <laughs> I, I, had, I had to come in. I'm like, you. all right, you, sw- you swing at me, I'll swing at you. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's round out our top 10 with Tyler Lockett. No, sorry, Adam Thielen. I got him at seven. Adam at 13. Evan, you got him at number 10. Yo. I'm loving Adam Thielen this year. I'm actually cooling off on Adam Thielen. Ooh. Yeah, I'll take yeah. a break. I'll take okay. a break from him. Um, I you know, what happened? If I see him on the waiver wire, I'll all right. So up. we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> all right. So come on, that'll never happen. <clears throat> Bet we're gonna we're gonna go back to <laughs> the initial part of the year. So now you know Stefan Diggs, he's gone. He got he got shipped off see over ya, to uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. They used their pick on oh sorry, they used oh. their pick on just, Justin Jefferson for the number two role. So mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. he's, he's the clear number one on Minnesota. Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> last year he missed. Eight total games due to, hamst- due to his hamstrings kerploding. It was fucked. Um, <laughs> well, he had the, a slight hamstring injury, and he came back too early. Like, three weeks into his recovery, he came back. So, I was like, oh, I had Adam Thielen in, my, in our 16-man league last year. So, I was like, all right, cool. I'll play him. He ran one route, and he died. <laughs> <laughs> and he got injured. Um, so, he was essentially useless after week seven. He clogged the spot on my bench just hoping hoping that he uh uh gets back um Should've dropped his yeah. ass a long time ago. the thing that gets me is he's on the wrong side of 30 right now and uh, he's like 31 okay. i'll give you that i'll give you that argument and also you know he is to a lesser extent oh, actually to a more extent they this is a run heavy offense they're just gonna run it right down your throat uh with gary kubiak as the offensive coordinator they're just gonna feature the running back and you know Adam Thielen is obviously the number one, but he's not going to get the volume that he got last year. He'll be more efficient, but that also depends on whether or not Kirk Cousins is going to be the same as he was the past couple <laughs> two years. So part of my argument on why I like Adam Thielen so much is because of Gary Kubiak, who, yes, he is a run-heavy guy, but he does have a one receiver that does end up being very efficient. Do you remember Andre Johnson? Oh, man. Granted, no. now now that I've started this argument, Colts I do realize... Legend, I do Andre realize, Johnson? No. Texans legend. <laughs> Johnson. I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, Andre. <laughs> you were you weren't you didn't do anything for us. <laughs> just being honest. I was just, just poking fun. Just being really honest. But now that I'm like making my argument here, I just realized that Jeff- Justin Jefferson is the Andre sized 
wide receiver oh. and not Adam Thielen. Yeah. So maybe I'm not got him too high now. That I'm yeah. About. There, there's, there is also speculation. So with Je- back to Jeff- Justin Jefferson, actually, this might be a detriment to Adam Thielen. Um, Justin Jefferson uh, ran most of his routes out of the slot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is no point now in um, LSU. So that could mean either That's one of two things are going to yeah. be ha- happening. Either Adam Thielen moves out of the slot where he is uh great thrived, yeah that's where he's thrived or they're gonna have justin jefferson as the what they call the x receiver nowadays mm-hmm. um so that is also a concern even though he's just a rookie um i don't really have too much of a high stakes on jefferson even though but yeah that's yeah that was my that was my argument right there Fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's round out these top 15. We got Tyler Lockett coming in at 11, Mike Evans at 12, DJ... Mm. Oh, sorry, what? No. Did we not count the right number? Uh Uh-oh. I like Tyler Lockett this year. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I got him him right Well, Tyler Lockett, uh, 12, Mike Evans, 13, DJ Moore, 14. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm the highest on Tyler Lockett. Actually, no, Evan, no, you're the highest at Tyler Lockett. Number am. seven, god damn. Let's get it, come on. Let's talk about it. Why, why do you have him so high at number Cause seven? Because I'm loving Russell Wilson this year. He didn't have a breakout year as much as he wanted last year. But this year, I'm telling you. You're not concerned about um, DK what? Metcalf? No. He ain't I possible it. fantasy Jesus coming back? No. He ain't <laughs> Josh <laughs> Gordon. Josh Gordon. Yeah, Josh Gordon. Yeah, there's rumors that you know cause they didn't want Antonio Brown that they were gonna bring Josh Gordon back, and I was no, like, ah, they might, but I still think that they're gonna have their hookups easily. I oh, mean, for sure. I mean, what I could say about Tyler Lockett is actually back to um, his quarterback. He has been saying that he wants to run a Kansas City style offense for mm. the past year, Spicy. and you know, squeaky wheel gets the oil. For sure. Um, <laughs> if they manage to do change their offense like that, Tyler Lockett essentially can be a uh, uh, Tyreek Hill type of player where oh, he, yeah. you know, down yeah. the field, super Just fast. Bitch. Um, um, there. But I can't discount the fact that DK Metcalf is there. He was he great last year. Um, you know, he got over 900 yards just as a rookie. Um, and he's a big boy. He is gigantic. He's tall. Huge. Um, he could be. He can make an. It's like a good fun next, spot. Yeah, he can. Yeah. Make, <laughs> huge. <laughs> yeah, he can make a big splash next year. Uh, step up from his previous year, um, where you know, beginning of the year he was more of a raw wide receiver, but towards the ends he was great. Um, and that could possibly be his uh, Tyler Lockett's, you know, cap because he could basically cannibalize each other. Um, that's why I have. I think I'm lowest on Tyler. Seventeen. 17. Yeah, yeah, that's 17. why I have. And also, mm-hmm. don't forget, if Pete Carroll's like, well, it's worked since I've gotten here. We're just gonna keep on running the ball, and you're gonna bail us out on third downs again. Yeah. Like they'll run it, run it. Oh shit! All right, we'll pass it this one time. I do love Chris. Back Cotton left. Year, <laughs> Back left quarter. All right. Mike Evans, we still have in the top 15, even though uh, historically he was like a top 10 receiver up until this point. Injury mm-hmm. prone. Um, he, I wouldn't call him injury prone. No, no, he's, no, he's not. No. He, no, he's he's almost there on my list. Um, so he is on one of the... Oh, I raised his so last he, name. He is... <laughs> <laughs> so he, I, see, I see him as a, to a lesser extent, similar to Amari Cooper. Very boom or bust. Um, he is a very large wide receiver. Um, he, I guess a detriment, he loses... The canon of Jameis Winston, and he <laughs> gains the 
the questionable arm of Tom Brady. The cannon of the goat. Um, so yeah, like I said, incon- very inconsistency no. with uh, Amari Cooper. Yeah. Uh, some some more numbers, real quick. Um, you know, he started off with three point eight, eight point one points. You're like, ah, I know. I, I had know Mike Evans last yeah, year. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Maybe yeah. I burned him. Maybe I'm yeah. just being. And then right after. My feelings get you know, After those first two weeks, you're like, oh, God, what's, what's going on? Man. He slammed you with 41 points. Songatron. And then the week right after that, he posts uh, like a 16.1 points. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, that's fine. And then this is the probably the game that broke you, Jesse. He followed Yo, that game up yeah, with yeah. a donut. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what broke me. I'm also, done. I'm out. I, I remember that, that <laughs> messenger. I, like, I'm like, I'm chat done. Just blowing the fuck up. I, think I remember that game specifically <laughs> because it was one of the it was one of the London games as well. Oh, oh my god! So you yes. woke up to a donut. Yes, because yes, yes. uh, like one of those games that you forgot what that was at nine nine a.m. and. <laughs> after no, after week nine, which he had a thirty point monster game. Yeah, he's theming over here, guys. I guess yeah. he's real <laughs> uh, After week nine, he only uh after week nine, which was his thirty point game, he only had two games over ten points. And then he was injured the for the playoffs. So he was Ouch. useless for you. Um I don't think he'll his injury that injury was a anomaly. You know, he caught a touchdown and then he had to walk off and then he was out for the year. But you know, like Amari Cooper, it's only three games. I mean, yeah, he only missed three games. He's usually a fifteen-plus type of player. He's only had, he's only missed one game three times. So you're guaranteed fifteen games generally out of him. So I would never call him yeah. injury prone. Yeah. All right, let's like wrap I up said, this top fifteen. DJ Moore <laughs> coming at fourteen. Mm-hmm. Evan and I both got him at fifteen. Adam, you're super high on him at nine. Mm-hmm. Why yes. do you love him so uh, much? You Oh man, I'm gonna go on a tangent if we talk about DJ more. New quarterback, but um, oh, gosh. oh that's actually one of the, the pluses. So, mm-hmm. all right, real quick. Not so he has, he has. All right, so real quick for this, he has an easy pass to be a top five wide receiver this year. <laughs> yeah, clear number. What? He's, yeah, he, ah, right, hear me out. Oh, okay, all right, hear me all out. Right, he right, is he is the right. clear number one on a team with a bad defense. Yeah, they're gonna okay. be throwing it a lot. <laughs> last right? year, yeah. the Panthers' right. defense was ranked 31st. The oh. Dolphins was last. Um, God damn. They used all seven of their draft picks on defensive players. Oh. So there's going to be a lot of rookies on defense. Okay. They lost nine players to free agency. Oh. On mm-hmm. defense. Jesus. Just Christ. on defense. That was, you know, most notable was Luke Keekley, Eric Reed, Dontari Poe, Bruce Irvin. God damn. Big. That's a lot of big yeah, names. Big names. And last year, he produced 87 receptions for 1175 yards, only four touchdowns because their offense was terrible outside of Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> yeah. despite having no Cam Newton and having Kyle Allen throwing the ball. Kyle Allen Kyle was Allen. able to support uh, DJ Moore. Kyle Allen is what started the joke t- to a white boy with two first names. Uh, <laughs> Kyle fucking Allen. Now, DJ Moore is going to... Teddy Bridgewater is a gigantic upgrade over Kyle Allen. Oh, for sure. He I'll is going to be producing great results um, yeah, over in DJ Moore. That's why I think he'll be – he could he has an easily <laughs> – the easiest path to a top five wide receiver. He could be a dark horse wide receiver for the uh, – So other than – what's that, it called? Yeah, that, was, that, was my, that was my quick Christian recap of, why, of my defense on DJ Moore is the highest out of the three of us. Say I was right. I did leave somebody off. Allen Robinson is actually our number fifteen wide receiver. Yeah, because he's on the twelve. Uh, Adam at fourteen. <laughs> Evan at sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Allen Robinson. Real quick for him. Um, very similar to DJ Moore last year. It's just the quarterback. Yeah. Um, I really That's hope problem, that Nick man. Foles wins that battle, so Allen Robinson can be even better. Um, but Allen Robinson fish- finished number eight last year, despite yeah. only having uh Trubisky. So and you know. 
this year, uh, you know, last year he had 150 targets, and he has he has he has the field essentially. The only competition he has is Anthony Miller. They signed Ted Ginn. Who? Jesus Christ. Who? They yeah. signed, Who? They signed Jimmy Graham. No, that, you know, <laughs> the corpse that of Jimmy Graham. Yeah. The corpse. The corpse of Jimmy Graham. So that, that's, you know, he's going to be fine. Oh, gosh. All right. I like it. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, uh, yeah, listening to our, baby. our top 15 debate. Next up, we mm. got uh, tight ends. And then after that, be or nah. Oh, yeah. Um, stay tuned. As always, you can find us at fourthanddirty.com. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at mm. Fourth and Dirty. Adam, where can we find you at, baby? Find me at the Gram and Twitter, both handles Atom1241. Evan, where can you find you at? You can find me at Instagram and Twitter on EvanTheMedan6 and Facebook at Evan Garcia. You can find me at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jesse Madonna, at Madonna Jesse. You figure it out. That's the mystery. Sweet. See ya. See ya.